And so, dear listener, we invite you to take our warm hand as we put our best foot forward to step inside Scylla's welcoming vestibule of glitteringly half-remembered old tat for an hour or so of mutually beneficial bond fingering. You know you want to, Morphe. Hello, dear listener, and welcome back to Bondfinger, the only James Bond commentary podcast which will make nothing but snide remarks and nasty cracks all weekend. I'm Nathan. I'm Peter. And I'm Pussy Galar for this one, or Adam Richard on a budget, depending on which way it goes. (laughs) And I'm James. Oh, Oh, James. James. Well, we're continuing to honour... On a Blackman uh, in this week's episode. Uh, and I think we have plans to do that for the rest of our lives, frankly. Um, she is very sorely missed. Uh, and Jeez. so today, this evening, um, we are going to be watching. Richard, what are we going to be watching? We're going to be watching an exciting episode of The Saint by Leslie Charteris. Ooh. Episode seven, I believe, as it was transmitted, called The Arrow of God. Um, in which Ms. Blackman stars as Pauline Stone. It was in a, inappropriately um, attributed in Wikipedia as Patricia Stone, and we all got very excited. But that was obviously <laughs> some frisky homosexual with a keyboard. No, no, she plays Pauline Stone. But she also plays alongside some other luminaries of our want, doesn't she? Well, would anyone like, else like to mention what else that stars? I would, I, ooh, I would actually like to see, there's at least one of them that I want to give Peter the chance uh, of guessing. Mm. Um, so Peter's here for the very first time and doesn't know what the saint is or what its premise is. And he might. Well, no, might no, no, he saint. told me before, but I did assure him that okay. the saint has no premise. It is just Roger well, Moore. <laughs> I think my only, my only idea of what the saint might be is something that, like, Derek Sherwin and Peter Bryant were poached off of Doctor Who to work on. <laughs> something along those lines. <laughs> probably not wrong, actually. He was the Robin Hood of modern crime. It started in 1928. He, um, he was not averse to murdering in the early days, but his idea was to take, you know, he, he lived off the, the ill-gotten gains of the ungodly. And the cracking good tales of the Bulldog Drummond um, period, but much more fresh and alive. They're still talking about remakes. The last one was 2017, or reboots, I should say. There are some mm. excellent BBC radio versions with um, Patsy Kensit as, um, as one the of the girls. Oh. That would be interesting. <laughs> um, but the, the, the 30s ones work best. Uh, 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 it was certainly very much still in tenure and still very popular in the early 60s. And Roger really does look as if he was... He was born to play Simon Templar. It, 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 I reckon there's like a nearby parallel universe where, um, you know, we're in lockdown waiting for the next Saint movie to come out. I mean, it is... <laughs> do you know what I mean? It could very easily have been... It could very easily have been that, I think. So, this was first broadcast on the 15th of November, 1962. And as Richard Ooh, said... Ooh, earlier than I thought. Yeah, yeah, but just a year before Doctor Who comes out. And, you know, it's the Avengers is a thing and, you know... Not yet. Chairs. Chairs are Not very popular. Um, mm. I'm expecting oh. something akin to the Geese of Marinus. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... <laughs> <laughs> well, it's set Actually, by the sea. The- 
Ah, actually, the beach scenes don't look all that different no. <laughs> from Yartik, leader of the alien board, and we'll should comment upon that. But no, Miss Blackman had not yet reached the um, the penultimate heights of Kathy Gale before she scaled Sean Connery. We'll be reading out more of her comments on Sir Sean le- during this episode. Of course, they ain't half scale. <laughs> oh, brilliant. <laughs> Um, all right. So, as usual, we uh, all have our fingers more or less um, poised over hovering, the play button. I'm hovering. And the next hovering. time I say a code word, and our code word for today's episode is bigamy. So the next time, <laughs> so the next time I say that word, gentlemen and dear listener, uh, I want you to press the play button. Are we ready, chasps? We are. Okay, ready. Bigamy, and we're off off to the Bahamas. Oh. Apparently. The double space Bahamas. <laughs> yes. Why are there two spaces between the and Bahamas? So. Oh, I see it now. Caroline Ford. Yep, it's all working. <laughs> it is actually that opening thing is a tiny bit case of Marinus. So, Richard, what's the deal? Um, so, all of this this isn't stock footage. Do they have like a uh, another unit or something? Can they actually afford? <laughs> oh, of course, another unit. Yes, of course. Do- that, that's how that's how they do all of this. Do, do they send people over to shoot <laughs> film? Am I being naive? Yes, there's Yafet Koto right there with the cinecam. <laughs> um, um, wouldn't that be lovely? This is actually all British um, um, Eastern East Turi- Tourism Authority stuff. Oh, really? <laughs> and, yeah. Wow. And, um, and bits from, from other films because, of course, ITC um, could go and raid British Parfait and right. every other um, EMI film library and, and there's everything Domino else that was floating there? about. No. Um. <laughs> So, uh, for one exciting moment, I thought that we, you know, because, uh, you know, none of our actual guest artists uh, go anywhere near NASA, do they? They're all on a lovely studio set, a very convincing studio set. But I did think for one exciting moment that they might have been able to shoot this stuff, uh, especially for it. I wonder if they got fleas from that sound, like uh, 100,000 BC. (laughs) Really? Is this usual to have Roger Moore breaking the yeah, fourth wall? Oh, Always. every episode. Always. Oh. Makes a change from the later Bonds where he chews the wall. <laughs> <laughs> and he's looking quite handsome there, isn't he? Like, um, he, you know, like you can oh, see very. why he was a, a thing. But he actually well, looks until you like see the- him in swimmers. <laughs> yes. Which will be bait- with baited glasses for later in the episode. Now, you can see, you, you, you can see why... Um, yeah, um, I was gonna, well, I don't know. You might be able to see why um, Cosmo magazine in 1971 approached him to do a centerfold, and he politely declined. I don't know why they yes. would. Who wants three nipples on a centerfold? I mean, you know, it interferes, <laughs> with, interferes with the staples. But, um, but, um, <laughs> he, um, oh, yeah, but he does look exactly like um, exactly like the covers of the of the 40s, the 40s and 50s editions. But what's so nice is that. Um, Unlike many oh other God. shows. That stick figure is so gay. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is. <laughs> no, no. It, it, it is. is. No, it's it using is its hand. It's going, all I can hear is yak, yak, yak. He was defined as, as the, the gay, um, um, what was I going to say, the gay vagabond, the gay man about town. Yes, 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 it is gay in the traditional sense of the term. 
The nice thing about young this, Roger, yeah, sorry, sorry go on, no, go on. I was going to say the nice thing about this is that um, I'm guess even though um, it's not a deliberate choice either way, but the Saint did not feature very much blackface, and we'll discuss that as this episode goes on. <laughs> no, no, because the actor concerned is um, was born in Sri Lanka, and there's some question that he might actually have part Sri Lankan heritage, but he didn't discuss it. So. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it still looks like, like we'll get to that Guess who this is, Peter? So this is that's Roger that's Moore. Moore. And, and just and wait until the uh, you know the over. Here we go. Tell, yeah, tell us if your poor, if your personal force field generator is still functioning. Oh, it's quite oh, it's quite hard to tell without the volume. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing that that must be the Castellan. Not quite. No, no. where's no? his rod? It's um, it's Barusa and his sash. Barusa, of course. Yes, sorry, I actually meant Barusa. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Um, invasion of time, Barusa. Yeah, mm. yeah. and John, yes. John Arnott. <laughs> um, if I mean, obviously, you could tell from his voice straight away. That voice is absolutely unmistakable. But uh, uh, we've secret a cornucopia of fruitiness. <laughs> yes, <about it>. yes. <laughs> he's uh, he's quite spectacular. He's not our only Doctor Who crossover star. <laughs> Uh, By any means, obviously Patsy Stone <laughs> later on is uh, is uh, yeah. <laughs> our very own Professor Lasky, um, but uh, there's one or two surprises coming up. Oh. Look at Roger Moore there. It, it, seeing him so young and handsome there just reinforces my theory that his brother from another mother is Robert Wagner. Actually, <laughs> 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 yeah, pretty much. No, there mm. is a definite similarity, isn't there? Yeah. I've met Wodge, Sir Rog, and he's a lot taller than you'd bloody think, which means that John Arnott must be an obelisk. <laughs> <laughs> he's standing on the shoulders of Sontar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. I would love that chair. Yes, it's a great. I just love the house. Come up a beach chair. <laughs> oh, have, wow. You'd have to get it pulled into the back door. <laughs> As usual. The 60s are just style. <laughs> How she's just no, dancing really in the background. Really what? Is Carol Anderson? Yes, yeah. And she's watching the solo oh, resolution. My LSD she's... is just kicked in, darling. <laughs> oh, no, it's too early for LSD. So is th- this isn't a regular character. No, no. no. So the only regular is, is Simon Templar. Is that right, Richard? In this one, yes. But in the show generally, is there a regular cast? Oh, no, there's other regulars. There's um, Chief Inspector Claude Eustace Teal. Okay. And oh, here she is, Chin Chin. I'm just pouring a glass Pour for her out on for her. A... Isn't she radiant in that Isn't shot? She? Yeah, she looks lovely. She, no, no. no. <laughs> I think we should. We're all wearing cravats for this, aren't we? <laughs> okay, so I'm not I know I am. So Peter, there's quite a bit of there's quite a bit of lopped off pussy on the walls <laughs> too. Have you all noticed? Yes. Uh, How's your head? No complaints. <laughs> hey. Isn't she beautiful? I've never been a fan of that hair. I'm so sorry. Really? I love yeah. that little French bob. It's very it's period, gorgeous. isn't it? It's wonderful. It's, Which one are we talking Elizabeth about? Elizabeth Montgomery from Bewitched. Oh, now you're talking. <laughs> now, it's a, yeah, it's a classic French bob. Now, over oh. here on the left, um, Peter, it, he was a that guy that I spent all episode going, who the hell is this and where have I seen him before? I think you need to look at the. I think you you need to look at a radio in a um a hairbrush to work it out. <laughs> 
Do we all know who? Have good we grief. all picked it yet? It's Revenge of the Cybermen and Seeds of Death. You're good. Is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yes. He he just gave a he just gave a look. And, and it is, I, it's exactly the same voice. And yeah. Children of Auron. <laughs> and, yeah. Oh well, the, the, the actor's best. name, gentlemen. <laughs> I have to. I have to look uh, it up. Ronald Lee Hunt or something. Something. That's like, the one. Ronald Lee Hunt. Yeah. yeah, that's the one. Ronald Lee. Um, so, who made the first Doctor Who reference to the episode? Oh, me. I think. Yeah. <laughs> mm, mm, yeah. Mm. I'll have to take a penalty drink. Excuse take me. Take a drink. Chin chin. Mm-hmm. I'm just loving the style of this. I mean. If I had my time again, I think I'd influence my style with the 60s. Yeah. I think I'd be that guy where people would look at you walking down the street and say, what are you wearing? But you'd yeah. know. No. Casually slinging your hand in your pocket. Exactly. There's a young woman at work who dresses like Barbara, you know, and like a young- Barbara Good. The bar- no, not no, Barbara, Barbara Good. Where are we doing the Good Life podcast? Um <laughs> And it, she's just so spectacularly stylish. It's such a great look, you know. Lovely. I like that everyone looks like they've fallen off a horse for this one, except except, except for our honour. There's a lot of pussy on that wall, isn't there? Goodness me, a lot of pussy, pussy galore. galore. Uh, a lion's share of pussy galore. Thank you. And a big bloater in the in the glass tank, just in case. That is a very cruel way of referring to Lucy, Amazing. Richard. Oh. <laughs> What I like about these is that they're so stagey and bookish yeah. because, of course, people's first entertainment was still wireless and, and books and newspapers and TV really. Nice people only had the TV on for an hour and a half, two hours at night. That was it. So, you know, nice people. It was still considered a bit vulgar, wasn't it? Well, it was also modern and clicky, though, but, you know, it was, the, it was fun. Oh, and here we have John Carson. Brownface. Oh, Snake Dance is John Carson. Yes, So he's uh, in brown face there as an Indian mystic. And the rest of him. He's celebrating his... his, And and the fella on the left is is fulfilling his jammies nicely too as a sort of pre-Connery jammy by the pool thing. I'm getting a lot of of Sir La Pool fashion effects for this coming summer when we finally allowed outside again. I'm going to wear what Lucy's wearing, I think, for sure. But Lucy's I want, I want those glasses. Oh, she's awesome. I like everything about Lucy. She's a bit feisty. Yeah, no, she's good. It is, mm. it is you know, this is just a sort of classic whodunit, um, which isn't what yeah. he normally does. And so it is super stagey and it even has the big scene at the end in the accusing parlour, you know, like it's, it's <laughs> exactly... It's it's a theatrical performance, and it's so good. Like it's just so terrific, and um, just I really I really like that Roger is very much a secondary character in this. He, he's almost not in it. Yeah, and um, and Templar would often take a back seat to the proceedings. The thing about Charters is he did play with the genre as much as he could. They were very, again, they were very very fresh little stories, and it's the reason that they lasted so long. So there's always a few in print. I, I enjoyed them immensely at school. I still sometimes dip in. Hello, Honor. Really just showing why she should have been an even bigger star than she was. For, a, for someone who may not, you might not say, first rank, she was constantly working all through. She from, is gorgeous. From 1947 yeah. until pretty much 2017. Mm. Just did. Yeah. But I just like that silent... I'm, I'm always judging you, even if oh, the he's Rog kissing her. Oh, he's Rog kissing her. 
oh, oh. I tell you what, Commander Radner there must have had a bad 60s because <laughs> he's as chestnut as the day is long and by the end of the 60s and seeds of death, he's grey as a post. Uh, he is too. You're, you're damn right. Yes. Well, he has a big life even in this one, you know. I think you'll find out what happens to him. Makes perfect sense why he ends up on a deserted satellite <laughs> surrounded by tinfoil and chompy chompies. I actually- Roger's doing- mm, I love I this relationship. He is Lucy's gay best friend. Like, that's absolutely <laughs> how this is being played. It's wonderful. Complete with side eye. Yeah. Oh, look. He really is, <laughs> isn't he? And upsweep. It's not a gorgeous backdrop. Yeah, well, the sets are- Is that what we call him? <laughs> uh, well, it, who plays Lucy there? Not, someone I didn't recognise. She's very good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, I think she's wonderful. It's, it's Elspeth. What's her name? Elspeth Elspeth March. Ballantyne, otherwise Elspeth known as Megarish. <laughs> That's it. Oh, sorry. James, <gasps> James, can you- uh, we have him. James, can you pass me another glass of red through the uh, through the Skype call, please? Thank you, darling. <laughs> so look who it is. It is the most wonderful Anthony Dawson, mm, who played Okai the New, Doctor Dent in Doctor No, Professor Dent, isn't he? Sorry, Professor Dent. Professor yes. Dent. Professor Dent. Bang bang. And and the body of Blofeld. He was the pussy stroker. <laughs> And the, the was voice. he the voice as well? No, no, that was Eric Pullman. So he played he played the torso below the neck <laughs> he did. of of um, Blofeld in the first he few. He played the hovering hand. He has a lovely Davros profile in this too. Yes, he does a it's bit. Not just the tan. He actually looks like he actually looks like a dissipated Roger Moore. When you look at them both in profile, you can see there's just a few years difference. But if Roger was just the teensiest bit camper and more dissipated, he'd be Anthony Dawson in this one. He's got terrible teeth. Oh, he's Scottish. The actor himself is Scottish. Had a very discreet life. He, he did a biography, an autobiography. He was in a lot of fabulous films. And he was in the war. He served under the British. He was in The Wooden Horse in 1950, a, a lovely little piece in which he played inside William Hartnell. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and, and later, and pretty much a, a long career that with ever-dwindling parts. He is... Um- He's fabulously good in this. Very good. Known to have never married. Oh, really? Interesting. Yes, indeed. um, Could he whistle? (laughs) (laughs) Well, he's wearing a a knitted tie. um, I'd say with that expression, there's quite a bit of Peter Wingard acting going on there. Yeah, so look, he just looked at Roger's crotch there in that uh, (laughs) little look down. It's it's bitchy. There's a lot of profile shots of Roger. There's a lot of profile shots of Roger. And, and a yeah. lot of uh, lines as bitchy as flammable hairspray. Yeah. yeah. All of that's it's actually really terribly fun. He's super unlikable. Like, it's so well-structured. Oh, no, come and take your shirt off. This guy, oh, no, wait, that's Gresson. I don't want no, him to. No, I don't to. want him to. What's the other one called? <laughs> no. Spackle. What's uh, the, uh, the, the, um, the... The... Spackle. The, um, the blonde. Yeah, the blonde. Yeah. With the, yeah. with the uh, inappropriate past. Yes. I'm going to have to save that line for the next time I run into one of you on the street. My, my, my old friend, Nathan Bond. (laughs) 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 
Uh, oh, here we go. He's strobing. I didn't know they could do that in the 60s, but there you go. Keep your hands go. off me. <laughs> <laughs> His voice, like the voice he's doing in this is just bizarre. It's so interestingly veiled, isn't it? The, the homosexual references. Everybody knows what he is, but no one's saying it out loud. And the reason he's the villain is because, of course, he's never married a lady person. Mm. Even, the, even mm. the villains who are really much more wicked than he is, at least he's all up front. You know what you're going to get with this one. But all the other villains are much more softly treated because, of course, they're go. Here we go. Here we go. 80s. See, that's all right. 1962. I don't that's mind. That's absolutely it happening. Just, you know, wrap the towel around your head, darling, and uh, off we go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Look at those glasses. <laughs> I'm sure Dame Edna wore those glasses uh, in some of her earlier roles. Mm, no, it is that sort of funny thing, and it struck me when James, uh, when Sean Connery was Bond. Uh, you know the outfit that he mm. wears when he's golfing um, in Goldfinger. And it's with the lack of underwear, but it's super stylish. Yes, yes, you can see his. Uh, uh, knob religion yeah um but it's so stylish but it's also what your grandfather used to wear do you know what i mean like it's uh it, it goes from stylish to grandpa wear in just a few decades when i watch that film i get the whiff of stale cigarettes oh. and whiskey <laughs> who are we with um <laughs> gentlemen i'm sorry i have to interrupt but mine's dropped out so what minute count are we up to for the listener who's bothering to watch at home Third- or on Ooh, the train? It's hard to say. Um, 1620. Yeah. Thank you. So we've missed the dive in the pool. There we go. But he's about to bong the arrow, isn't he? <laughs> oh, there's quite a bit of cleft there. <laughs> I assume we're about up to date. Oh, I think he's filling his part. Lovely. Richard, I've just got the entry of Lucy. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, I'm up to 1548, Ooh. so I'm a little bit ahead of you. But, I'm sure oh, I've never seen a film like that. I don't know. I think they're all filling their parts. Lovely. Oh, he's lovely. It's nice that he's he's been in quarantine for six weeks and eating eating quite a few scones too. Yes, he's the terror of the Catskills. See, I didn't <laughs> think they had abdominal <laughs> muscles in the sixties. I'm, you know, they well, I think they paint them on. Whenever the you know, whenever Doctor Who or Blake Seven wants to say someone's strong, they just cast someone fat. You know, like uh, <laughs> not that again, we're yeah. <laughs> but you know, I actually think he's. Filling his part like No, yeah. yeah no. And there's not, not a lot of mystery. Oh, Roger, here you come in your stripes. Dear, oh, dear. Oh, oh, dear. And you'll notice that all of Roger's semi-nudes are in long shot. He can't keep his shoulders Jesus back, Jesus Christ. What is with Ge- those pants? Oh, Roger. <laughs> oh, my God. They go from just under his pectoral muscles, don't they? Like they're, I didn't they're... realise. Yep. yep. I didn't realise it was a B-cup. Grief. <laughs> 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 It, We're not nice people. It is super upsetting whenever he gets his shirt off in a Bond film. Like I, it's not working for me. No, he's actually got more Schwartz on him than than our John Carson. <laughs> he's sort of wearing them like spots. <laughs> 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 yes, yes. Actually, Lucy's Lucy's looking the, the, the butcher's thing on, on the set at the moment, and that's not saying much, is it? It's proper. It's proper pointy faces. Mm. Oh, she's what? wonderful. Yeah, yeah. No, she's quite terrific, isn't she? I also like the use of the um, Jennifer Saunders comedy turban <laughs> years before its time. <laughs> are you doing the accent? <laughs> I'm doing it now. Yeah. How are you? Oh, Roger really was considered a heartthrob, wasn't he? It just shows you didn't have to do anything but suck it in. 
Yeah, no, it's like um, in the sixties, it's like Charlie X when um, when um, Captain Kirk takes Charlie X to do some oh. manly gym oh, gymnastics Jesus, training, right. and he's just I've forgotten. Oh, <laughs> Rogers asked, "What are you up to?" <laughs> my God, my God, I I just so I'm still staying. <laughs> Yes, no, I think you're just a minute or so ahead of us now, darling. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, brace John yourself. Carson's tiny, isn't oh. he? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not that I'm one to point a golf club. <laughs> oh, the arrow. Those shorts. Look, yeah. look, you must pay attention to this arrow. Well, it is in the title, so it's not really a spoiler. I love the jump cut. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. Oh, I don't think it's going to go well for somebody in this one. No, I can, I, I can see someone getting hurt. That's. Uh, uh, I'm actually. I'm actually all on Anthony Dawson's side. He's the only one who knows how to dress for for lunch. Everyone else seems to have been going to a Marx Brothers film in this one. I would love that blazer. The stripey or the yeah, really? the stripe. I wonder what color it was. Every color I assume: mm. yeah. mint green, <laughs> orange, and purple. Yep. Yeah, it's his, it's his, it's, it's like his. Colin Baker's outfit if the first design had got through JNT. Well, it's actually been slightly closer to tasteful. You mean? Absolutely. Do we know what, was what the that first was? Design? What that looked like? No, I don't think it exists, but I assume it looked sort of, you know, lovely and, uh, you know, all the colours sort of didn't clash with each other but matched each other in a delightful riot. Mm. It's Pat Godfrey, isn't it, who did that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think it would have been kind of whimsical and probably a bit Bertie Worcester, such as this is. Mm. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? I like that Anthony Dawson's actually wearing Colin Baker's um, trial uh, press photo shoot out of Seersucker <laughs> and a sensible tie that he's about to take off. And Terry Malloy's mask. It really is very <laughs> Davros, isn't it? It's very Davros. Oh, look at that. Poor Ron Lee Hunt. He's only got one facial expression, and that's to look to the side, vaguely irritated. <laughs> and these frickin' cybermats everywhere. I kick them under the carpet, and the maid never dusts. <laughs> I keep crawling out. Everyone's, everyone's uh, packing a piece for this one to, oh, hello, Arrow. Don't know if we're up to the same point. Oh, I'm loving it. So short. Look, we're sneaking, up, we're sneaking up behind him now. Wow. Yeah. Like, it's all very obvious. Yes. Oh, he's got yes. a good bum, yes. though, doesn't he? Don't you think? Is he actually bum. wearing shorts? Or is I'm like, like just an extension Oh, no, Lordy. He must do a lot of squats. <laughs> He's English, so he would have been doing something because, you know, mm. mostly they just tend to eat Cottaging. Cake. <laughs> Cottaging. Cottaging. Is that an Olympic sport? Yeah, no, you, yeah. it gets you, you, do it gets it you into a lot of places. Wimbledon Common. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or <Yeah>. Hampstead Heath. <laughs> <laughs> Sport's the only thing I do well. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just succeed at something good. Ow, that hurts. You got me in the face. I'm sorry. I well, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's really sad that, um, what was I going to say? Oh, I've got no idea. That it's not in colour? No, I like that it's in black and white. Yeah, no. I like that Roger keeps his knees together like a proper rank rosebud. Unlike uh, John Carson <laughs> here in this shot. <laughs> 
Mm. Mm. He notice he dresses his turban to the left. <laughs> <laughs> he's very brave, and isn't he? his hat, and he's doing the accent, which is lovely. It is a little disturbing the whole schwarzing up thing, but as I say, the actor was born in Sri Lanka, and his um, parentage is is partly British, but um, I don't know. Mm. Not, I haven't read a determination there, but I mean, yes, it's still schwarzing up. Um, we've got to remember there were different times. It wasn't even considered. Uh, yeah, let's not go there. Yeah, no. I do think it's slightly less offensive in black and white, but I'm not quite sure why. Because he just looks like he has a heavy tan. one second away from basic instinct. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right. It's just so damn distracting. There's a lot of. There's a lot of fondling of the feather in this. Isn't there? <laughs> oh, a bit of Roger eyebrow. Thank you. Or the graduate. Oh, oh yes. Those shorts are impossible. Oh, he just pulled them up just because, again, they're still defying gravity, not quite to the extent. Oh, Let's hope he doesn't come up. Mr. Ma, you're trying to seduce me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Lucy's the only James, real- that sounded like Bubbles to Vic. <laughs> yeah, it's not it far off. It was supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy is actually the only realistic character in this, although Simon's, I suppose, no, Simon, uh, Roger Moore's never belonged to the same plane that the rest of us walk upon. But I'm finding Lucy very believable. Yeah, no. And it's also nice to see actress- actresses of different shapes. Don't see it so often now. They do kind of- And actors of different shapes. Mention how fat she is in dialogue a whole bunch of times, though, don't they? Yeah, yeah. and that's actually really awful. It's the, it's the female equivalent of a man being bald. Mm. Because she has because she's large, she can't be sexually attractive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, but, it's deeply you know, problematic. It's- we had a lot of rebuilding to do. But I'm loving Anthony Dawson. He's the mirror universe Kenneth Williams for this one. <laughs> He's saying all the right lines, but no one in the scenes are actually laughing. Oh, hello, Honor. Gorgeous. Infamy, infamy, Vulcan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's later. She, has she actually left that room at all? No, yet? she lives there. She no. has. <laughs> <laughs> She's so rare and exotic that if they put her outside, she'll wilt. I do love that dress, though. I've seen photos of my mum wearing a dress rather like that with the nice. same kind of hair. Yeah, nice. wonderful. Time yeah. to bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> Bing Pa, it's the smell of cabbage water, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, James, also the despair of peeling wallpaper. I've never had to peel wallpaper. <laughs> Mm. You steam it oh, off. Do you? Okay. I think the wallpaper was peeling itself. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah because they're poor. They're poor, poor. poor. We're going to be poor. She's so tough as well. It's so spectacular. Like, and it's just her. Is it just that you cast her because she's got that incredible steel? You know, there's something. There's just something so yeah, it's special just her about hair, her. darling. No, no. It's just her hair. You know, she is. Just, just spectacular. She does play on a Blackman and everything. Has everyone seen A Night to Remember, the 1958 Titanic film? No. Yes. That's got- um, That's the next David episode. Mac- Sorry, James? That's next episode. <laughs> yeah. As, as I was trying to say, she's got, it's got the lovely David McCallum in it playing Farrah Fawcett before he's done. <laughs> um, and on, on, on playing David McCallum, really. <laughs> it- Complete with Bleached Charles Hall. 
<laughs> David McCallum didn't bleach what? his arsehole. No, he really didn't. didn't need to. Farrah Fawcett. We have it on authority. Lion, I'll tear your hat off. <laughs> Did Farrah Fawcett? No, no, she went to Vernon Court. But I do love this that them fighting over a man. I find Honor utterly believable in this. Maybe Lucy less so. No, actually, they're both believable. In fact, what I like about it is it is that sort of thing where there is a sort of understanding. I mean, Lucy does know, you know, like mm. it doesn't come as a surprise to her. And there's some sort of detente between them. And here I mm. just think it's terribly sweet. And she does say, you know, like I, I love him. I'm just waiting for him to be, to kind of stop being an asshole and one day yeah. love me. Yeah. It, when I was watching this the first time around, I just, I was quite touched by this scene mm. because she's, you know, she knows he married her for her money mm. and, and she is desperately in love with him, but she's and so is waiting yeah, for her, like, waiting for him to, yeah, to, 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 to feel to, the same way. Which is very... Very modern and very trenchant and very real and, and, and would have reflected on a lot of women's relationships in marriages that were pretty much still trapped. But I love that Honor Blackman's character has her own moral integrity where she, she genuinely loved that sop of a man. I think they should just find, find, put Roger Moore in a, in a storeroom blazer like that and they'll both fall for that instead. I'm, 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 the, the thing I'm finding difficult is why they're both falling in love with them. Um, a man who'll end up on a deserted Nerva beacon. Mm. I'm just the, the, the actor himself just doesn't quite carry the weight for me. He is such a that guy, though, isn't he? He's like <laughs> he's been in everything. Like you know, he's never not been working, and uh, mm. he's just got a very kind of reliable thing happening. Whereas Anthony Dawson is wearing the lining of a pool <laughs> at the moment. He's wearing a mosaic tile. He really is perfectly. You can tell he was born in Edinburgh. You just can't play this level of cunty without having grown up in the cold <laughs> and eating and eating deep fried everything. Oh, okay. What's this in your cunt face? Everyone's just, smoking as well. Everyone's smoking. Mm. Oh, I love that. I have to say, coming to this fresh, I'm entirely swept up in the story and the characters. Mm. It's great. Yeah. Well, that there's density to it, and as yeah. I say, they were cracking tales. They're no, they're no necessarily deeper than Agatha Christie, although I think they're a lot more fun. We watched one a few months ago. Um, was it two, two or three months ago now? Yeah, we watched um, the, the the pilot with Shirley Eaton. Yes, and I um I'd never watched it before, and I was just enthralled by it. Did he just say, "Get your fingers out of me"? <laughs> <laughs> or I'll, I'll I'll give you a libel suit that you won't remember. It may have repelled your career unto this moment, but I can assure you the inertia stops here. <laughs> he had to put his fingers in him. He was going to spread the muck across the front page. Hey, um, oh, oh, good, we're on Tracy Island. A beautiful Bar painting Island. there of a uh, of a photographic palm tree. blow up. <laughs> I can't imagine that all that furniture wouldn't get mouldy. In all that <laughs> tropical heat, she really needs something with a bit more return. I do like oh, this. Suddenly, we're in a drawing room comedy. Great. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, that's precisely it, though. This is the accusing parlor, obviously, for later on. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's wearing their jewels. Honor's pulled a curtain off the wall there. Yeah, this she guy's. Has. I love the um, shade. Oh no, that's not honor. That is they it? cast no. on him for wearing a a tartan. 
And they're vile about it too. I think it's actually a Lindsay tartan, but I can't see it in colour. I'm hoping it's actually a jaundiced yellow and black. I just love the, you know, like, you know, someone asked him about the tartan and he's like, all right, just bought it in China. Yeah, no. No, it's right. Yeah, exactly. I had a Chinese tailor make it for me in (laughs) San Fran. Yeah, yeah. You know, where the Crisco comes from. (laughs) (laughs) San Fran Crisco. (laughs) <laughs> oh, please. It's incredible that for something that was, I suppose, meant to be an action series, there is so much dialogue. Is mm. is this typical, Richard? Because yeah, absolutely. it is. Until, until the colour series. When they started making it for the Yanks, it got more like the other ITC shows with a lot more biffo and movement. But these early ones are just like Dan- early Danger Man and indeed early Avengers and that they're, they're drawing room, um, well, they're theatre pieces. Yeah. You could see them done on a local stage. And people were very happy with that. It, I, I'm actually more happy with this. I like characterization and dialogue and actors stand. It's much easier to repeat them with your action figures in the privacy of your own <laughs> uh, video lounge. You can just stand the action figures up against each other and repeat the dialogue. It is actually reminding me of the wonderful production of Lady Windermere's Fan that I mm. saw in the West End in early 2018 with Jennifer Saunders. I'd love to see that. Oh, it was great. Oh, she, there we go. She's not actually in it very much, her character. She's only in the first act, not in the second. And so they obviously thought, we've got Jennifer Saunders here. We've got to give her more to do. And so she came on in the intermission and did a song with the rest of the cast called Keep Your Hands Off My Fans, Sir. It Doesn't Belong to You. <laughs> <laughs> I, see. I think I read an interview with her about that where she's like, they... They wrote a song for me, to, <laughs> just so it's they could amazing. fit me in more of the in more of the, the show. Are we up to the arrow yet? Yes. Boys? No. He's dead. He's totally dead. He's very dead. Yes. Um, yes. Look who he's it now, is! Is the, um, pol- the the police sergeant? Who? Who? I don't recognise <laughs> the actor. Who's that, James? Uh, it's what's his name? Uh, is it John Baptiste? No, he's on Stephen Colbert, darling. Um, <laughs> he's so a he musician. Was... <laughs> but yeah, sorry, look, you could be right. Thomas but... Baptiste. Thomas Baptiste. He was um he was the president of the Tin Pot Little African Little African the Nation. TPLA, no, TPLAC. Yeah. In um in the second episode of Yes Minister, it's that wonderful thing where he's someone that you know. Um, hacker went to university with or something, and he comes in and says, "Long time no see." And uh, and uh, he, the guy says, "You don't need to speak pigeon English to me, Jim." <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, when are we doing the yes minister? Oh, uh, we're doing it now. <laughs> did she do a yes? Did she do a yes minister? She didn't know, but she did do a lot of mother superiors as it went on. She was in the Sound of Music reboot. Uh, were you in London at the time, Peter, in the 80s when Peculiar Clark played Sister Maria at about the age of 34? Um, Darling, and- I was barely in Sydney. In the 80s. <laughs> anyway, 80s or early 90s? No, it was late 80s. Anyway, it was the biggest pre-selling show of all time on the West End, believe it or not. Wow. And Honor got to say, what is it, you cunt? <laughs> Every single damn night. <laughs> what is it, you cunt? <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like more, more like a story about a, 
her and Connery <laughs> on the set of Goldfinger. Ah, we'll we'll or, get um, to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Or um, yeah. the, the inimitable Miss Peel, mm. Mrs. Peel. Sorry. When the, there's that moment on, is it her second This Is Your Life? She did two This Is Your Lives, so once in 1969 and another back in the 90s when she looked at the camera and said, I'm assuming Sir Sean isn't showing up because, you know, he doesn't necessarily manage to pay tax in this country, so you can't expect him to be able to get on a boat. <laughs> She's really didn't make it to the cut. She really disliked him. I love her even more for it. She was a woman of principle. She said of Thatcher in the same way, you know, she's celebrated as being a woman of our times. This is on this is on the the, the day of the funeral when, when they were vox popping celebrities and she said, but really what did she do? Except kill a few men, um and shoot down a gunboat and and appoint absolutely no women to her parliament. Really, and what destroy she the economy of Wales? Yeah. Destroy the economy of Wales. But she said, really, as a role model for women, I don't see it. Can you tell me what it is? I can't see it. <laughs> I love on a black. Woman. <laughs> I can't see it. I can't My see it. Can you tell me what is it? <laughs> but John, he has played Cardinal Barusa for fifty years, <laughs> and he started in this episode. Yes. Oh, and there's the nemesis. <laughs> She's one of those people you can't ever imagine being young. No. 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 I'm so, I just find the tennis player meritoriously attractive, even though <laughs> the rest of you don't. No. Quite I mean, he's got a... No, no yeah, it works for me. Someone hit Tom Chadbon with an ugly stick. <laughs> That's what? weird, because someone had already <laughs> hit Tom Chadbon <laughs> with an ugly stick. I just, I just want, I just want John, John Arnott to say all things shall soon be mine <laughs> while he's clutching that. <laughs> oh, dear me. <laughs> you can hear it, can't you? <laughs> so, this is funny, isn't it? This is something that Vosper revealed to us, the audience, in dialogue. Like, we knew this revelation, yeah. um, but we don't know all of the others, do we? Like, some of them are coming up for the first time. Like, in fact, one of the things that struck me is that this scene is very perfunctory. Like, it takes basically two steps for Roger to find out who did it. Mm. You know? Mm. It's- like, there's the, you know, let's go outside and we'll have a chat and then we'll come back in and then we'll go outside and have another chat yeah. and come back in. There's a bit more that goes on in the short story, and it is only one of the short stories in. I'm trying to think it might be Saint Intervenes. I'll have to go back and have a look. Um, it's an early it's an early story. So the books the are books readable, well. Richard? Oh, I love them. They're funny. Mm, they're cabbers. They're actually got they're, – they're just really rippingly well written. And for 30s novels, they feel very fresh. They're playful. Uh, they, um, young young lads tended to like them. They were very popular with schoolboys at the time. But they are. I still have a look at them. I still read them. They crack along. They've got. They're quite verbose in parts, and they're. But look, they feel like an Errol Flynn film, like a boy's own adventure crossed with a bomb. No, ball. they're they're definitely more, more witty and articulate than that. Um, uh, they still have aficionados. There is still a Saint Club, and people still read them. And there is always. There are always at least three in print at any time, which is not bad for a series of books that had their heyday in the 1930s. Yeah, a series of books that are 90 years old. Yeah, Holy but they're, they're much more fun than, than the Agatha Christie's. And there is sex in them. And there is, you know, he had, a, he had a common law wife, Patricia Holm, until the late 40s, which was illegal in most of the states in America where the books were popular. So I'm just looking here on the Kindle store and, mm-hmm. like, 
there's a lot of them uh, are available, but it's like the Saint Book 21 and the Saint Book 12 and stuff like that. Senor Saint, the Saint in New York, the Saint sees it through, the Saint in London. I love, like, I love the Saint in New York. It's, <laughs> it's so much fun. He's got an old bruiser, Hoppy Uniates, who, because um, he was he was busting up the Prohibition boys and taking his own cut. He was a, he was a crim. That, that's right. the base of of where the saint comes from, and the, and the initials Simon Templar. But he had a a moral core, so he would always give part of his takings to whomever, whichever charity, and he would you know. The, 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 so there was morality to them, but the point is that he um he. Pretty much just um, flew in the face of convention. He's, he's Ro- kind of a modern Robin Hood, isn't he? Like- Very much so, and that's how hmm. it was staged. Roger Moore is actually much more. There were five iterations of the saint, according to according to the scholars of these things, and Roger Moore is the is the late version of it, the fifth version. Which by by which stage it was, oh, I won't say watered down, but he certainly doesn't have the fire of his old self. So there were much more the simple detective stories rather than the actual. I mean, you know, there was one where he predicted uranium as, I mean, as being a, a solution for the war. And he also talked about, is it um, the saint plays it through? I can't remember. It's, it's one of the earlier ones. It's, it's the third saint novel. So it's still um, early 30s where he talks about uh, German munitions companies actually being the, the force behind um, starting the war, the money behind Hitler. And that's not bad for a, for an early thirties novel to be to have his finger on the politics. So um, yeah, the, the, again, he's he's no fool, Charteris, no fool at all. But again, he, he if he hadn't if we hadn't discovered on a blackman, he would have to have had created. Her, <laughs> which is so, perfect. I um, love that they're all playing um, hopscotch and flipsies on the ropes too. So there's like a 2017, did you say, Richard, a 2017 sort of adaptation of this. There was also a one in the late 90s with Val Kilmer, wasn't there? I've got it. It's oh. not that good, but it does have Roger Moore on the radio <laughs> reading the news <laughs> at the end. It's, it's terrible. But it's by Philip Noyce, and Philip Noyce is a terrific Australian um, director who was a mad, passionate fan of this show as a boy in the 60s. So, so what is know. the Kilmer thing like? Is it? It's awful. Oh, is it? It's like the, <laughs> well, uh, it's, the Avengers. That's Val Kilmer, isn't well, it? Well, Val, Val Kilmer um, won Juilliard School. He won, he won every actor's award of his time, but he's an absolute yeah. arsehole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got friends who've worked with him on shoots. He's awful. Um, that's why he doesn't work anymore. He's the, um, he's the Sean Young of his, <laughs> his genre. <laughs> oh, Ooh, we're about to get young. to the um, let's unpack really the entire it. plot of the episode yeah, part of the yeah, episode. yeah. I also Lucy liked- was shooting at the jellyfish. I know. I thought that was so weird. Why was she doing Let's that? Let's call Peter. Is she a psychopath? Let's like, what's Peter. wrong with her? <laughs> Different well, Peter, to- obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the representation of all the um, West Indian actors in this. They're, they're not given, you know, they're, they're, everyone's treated with equal, equal aplomb. Well, except that it also, is a story about white people, though. Like, they're kind of. Well, well yes. yeah, they're the ones with the money. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, Follow the money. Though, though, I, I don't think I have. Have there been that many people of color in a black and white uh, TV series oh, until this point? Oh, really? James, this is still <laughs> a, Australia had only had television for for six years when we got this episode. So I know that my my um, my family watched this and enjoyed it very much. But they watched everything. You know, this was on Channel Seven. 
in Sydney in the 60s and was on at 7.30 on a Tuesday night and was definitely primetime TV. How oh, fabulous. With only one ad break. Can you imagine that in the middle? Mm. Gosh. It's funny the way that you look back on these things. I mean, I remember realising that Bleak 7 was primetime drama on was it? the ABC in the late was, 70s and early 80s. Was it 8.30 on a Friday night, Blake said, it was or was seven, it later? I'm thinking of Series D, and it was 7.30 on a Monday night. So it was absolute primetime drama in, in Australia. Australia. No, yeah. I always thought it was Friday nights after after Dave Allen or New that Avengers. That was big repeat run. Oh, okay. Really? Mm. 7.30? Yeah. Yeah, seven. It's just weird, isn't it? You don't nowadays. Much as we love something like Blake Seven or something like this, you don't think of it as being not prime at all. time drama. Do Certainly you? not series four. <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, you got your gin there, James? He can't hear me. He's taken his uh, headphones off so he can go and get more gin. No, he's just he, he's just put his Diamante earrings on, like Lucy. I've got <laughs> talking I've got about my your fur wrap on right now. Got my fur wrap you weren't on supposed we to. It was supposed to be seamless. 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 <laughs> James, don't take your headphones on. The Mara will get you. <laughs> <laughs> I like, we've got I, John Carson. I'm really liking John Carson. Mm. Oh, this. I mean, we've just had the bigamous Lucy revealed as well. I like, oh, but Lucy's still my favourite. Yeah, no, she's great. And I like that she got about a bit. So it obviously is the American, like someone shot dead with a gun. Is that that's well? He's the blandest thing in the room, yeah. despite the blazer, isn't he? So, so and we knew his backstory as well. I guess he, Vosper uh, robbed it, rubbed everyone up the wrong way, didn't he? He was threatening everyone. <laughs> are we back to that? I lines, think we are. We? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Thing is, Roger's giving a different performance. From almost everyone else, he's very, very low key. Yes, well, he, for the first time in his entire career, that is absolutely not true, James. He can't be bothered to act. It's just <laughs> he can't be bothered to but, learn the curry. He can't be bothered uh, to learn really? how to kiss. But he's always so outrageous with his lack of acting. Like it's it's so in your face that like lack of acting that he does. But he's effortlessly cool. He doesn't need That's to it. act. It's like very good looking he's effortlessly people. Effortless. <laughs> effortless. Yes. Very good looking people in bed. They don't need to do anything because they just know they're very good looking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why oh, they only have sex oh, with yeah. one person once. I've never tried to hide it either. <laughs> So oh, and so, and, and look, we don't get we don't get his evil backstory. Do you notice that Vosper doesn't have anything on the card for him, and no one yeah. will talk about his evil backstory here? And we did have it alluded to when he was talking to, uh, um, you know, Constable Barusa earlier on. Um, <laughs> Constable Barusa. <laughs> 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 oh, and poor you call me? she's a bastard. It's just been revealed. She is- I do John love Carson. that. I, do, I love yes. that, though. You know, you know. Oh, you know, you're a, basically the you're a bastard line, and she's like, "It's not my fault. I don't feel any guilt over it." And it's like that's really progressive. Well, yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's just kind 60s, of like I don't it? care. Do you know what I mean? And that's the defense. Yeah. The defense against libel is not 
shooting the guy yes. with a big arrow. It is in the face. It is just not being embarrassed about what you've done. Do you know what I mean? Like Indifference and, beats the or devil. What yeah. happened to you? You know. I'm just disappointed that Honor Blackman isn't in everything. Actually, I would have enjoyed Blackman playing the Vosper part. Yeah. That would have been fantastic. As a head of Hopper mm. character and being rally arms <laughs> with everybody. <laughs> and then dead. <laughs> He's a homosexual, don't you know? <laughs> Isn't everybody dying in this town, <laughs> What is it you can't fix? And there's the cum rag of evidence. <laughs> cum rag evidence. No, we're not up to it quite know. yet. It's, Here it it's is. It's still sticky. There it is. <laughs> this is what I prepared earlier. <laughs> you may call it oil and gunpowder, but I know it is your sticky shame. <laughs> he wipes the gun with it. <laughs> That's why you can't find any fingerprints that's covered in cum. Oh, James. How do you solve that? I take a it that like Bondfinger has uh, a higher rating. <laughs> it has FT. no rating. Yes, it has a lower level. <laughs> no, I'm just going to run a staser level. blast over this whole last five minutes of audio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> <laughs> he has to die for that blazer alone. It's horrendous. <laughs> Could you tie in properly, Ronald? There's old uh, Ronald Lee Hunt doing his one expression. <laughs> <laughs> he really is, isn't he? Damn those fucking silence. <laughs> Everywhere. Stop Everybody's it. Doing it. I just can't believe that anyone would be so successful. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the most elegant thing in the room is John Carson. Yeah. He yeah. looks sublime in that outfit. Yeah, he does look good. Yes, Roger looks good with the jackets. I would have made the jacket a little cinched more around the waist. It is a- and also I would have... So, sorry, I would have given um, Roger some artificial shoulders because, as evinced in this episode, he has none. <laughs> He's Troy Tempest in Stingray. Much like his waist and buttocks. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's the nine, a couple of bagel crisps shoved in a polythene bag. Honor, <laughs> uh, however, is steadfast and serene. Yes. I, think, I have I to think, say, in the annals of fictional names, Simon Templar is one oh, of them. Yeah. It really is not bad, is it? Yeah. Yeah. You never know his background. You know it's not um, ordinary, but, again, he makes all his money from thieving from, from thieves, thieving from criminals. And, again, so, look at her character, mm. too. Look at Patsy. Like she just says, no, I'm, I'm out of this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like the, the thing that these, we're yeah. being blackmailed for, the all of yeah. this nonsense that we've embroiled ourselves in. I'm done with yeah. this shit. I'm just going. You know, like it's yeah. so good. It's so yeah. strong. You know. Yeah, she's really nice away from done, the, the, yeah. like from from her lover. Yeah, who yeah. has been stringing her along for years. She's like, yeah, fuck oh, it. Yeah. I'm going. No, it's very good. And I have I have sympathy for her because she's young and she's a, a young girl of principle. She, you know, it's it's okay to be duped when you're young. Oh, Julian Bond wrote this. Now we know that name, don't we, boys? Um, yes, that would be James Bond's illegitimate son. No, stop. Yes, he wrote other crap as well. Uh, did he write Paddington? No. 
Do you know I th- No, that was Michael no, Bond. No, that's Michael Bond. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. So naughty. Yes, oh, you're all very naughty. Nathan, drink another drink. Yeah, so I will. <laughs> I've still got I half a bottle here. I, I'll finish the rest while Don't I'm editing how. it. Haven't you been working from home? You, that should have gone by 12. <laughs> I rather enjoyed that. I'm glad you did, Peter. I forgot you were an ingenue to this. I used to dash home from school in the 80s to watch it. Although so we come, never got come the, back the you monochrome. Want, Peter. Yeah, we didn't get the monochrome series until the um, after the early 70s. So it was, we were stuck with the colours, which aren't as good. Although they have Kate, Kate O'Mara. And other folk. Oh, we are going so to do a Kate O'Mara episode. I think there is an O. We are going to do a mini. We're calling time, it yeah. the O'Marathon. I think, obviously, hey, hey. Um, and uh, it will be coming perhaps later in the year, depending on whether think- we're all still alive or not. So I think- <laughs> well, exactly. Coughing away. Uh, is anyone interested in Remington Steel? Pierce Brosnan. Remington beer. what? <laughs> Yeah. Well, it was always that just, thing, wasn't it, where he was grown in a petri dish to look like yeah. to be Bond, and that was kind of the premise. Like it's those don't the people hire him to pretend to be like a yes. Yeah. Laura Laura hires him. It's a lovely saintly sort of as sorry saintly as in it has yeah. the same feel as these books, and it, and it's sort of like a nice quirk with Avengers style. Um, but what can I say about it? I don't I, unless it's available for. For the listener to to watch, mm. I don't know. I'm sure, that it's that's still available on DVD, isn't it? I'm sure. Yeah, but it, I mean, if you can't get it on, on streaming, because the sa- the Saint you can you can get on naughty streaming and all the rest of it. Yes, yeah, we usually find it on something like Daily Motion or something. It's up there, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it's usually findable. Um, all right. Well, I thought that that was really fun, uh, gentlemen. I think we could wind it up. Um, but we are thinking very carefully about um, things that we might do that feature on a Blackman. And so if anyone is listening to this, Colin Neal, um, just at mention us. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Just add us on Twitter, Bondfingercast, and um, we, will, uh, we will take your uh, suggestions under advisement. Um, meanwhile, uh, over on Flight Through yeah. Entirety, uh, we're nearing the end of uh, Series 4, so that's a thing, and Flight Through Entirety. Uh, and we will be back sooner than you expect and much sooner than you want, I imagine, um, uh, for some more of our sort of uh, little, what is it, a victory lap for Honor Blackman, who uh, we still <laughs> yeah. miss terribly and whom we love a great deal. I think we're doing deal. Cockneys. I think we're, I think we're recording an Honor Blackman podcast every Two to four weeks until November, aren't we? Isn't that <laughs> <laughs> so, Vervoids next, yeah. next <laughs> Cockney well, versus Zombies. Possibly, um, Cockneys versus Zombies. I want to zombies. do Cockney versus Zombies. I really do. We could, Is it easy to get hold of? I don't of? know. We could ask James Moran if uh, he'll lend us his copy. He's on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we own him after all, after Fires of Pompeii. Yeah, we do. So, um, all right. Well, I think um, that's all we have time for. So um, until next time, remember that truth is a pretty solid defence against libel. At least that's what we keep telling Scylla Black's estate. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening and good night. Good night. <laughs> and apologies. Good night. Good night, bitches. Oh, James. Oh, James. <laughs> James. <laughs> Bye then. Somebody swear it's a tag.